is in the know for Thursday, October 1, the 275th day of 2020. There are 91 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, Facebook Watch, YouTube Live, Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. A lot of people spent a lot of time yesterday talking about the debate from Tuesday. We also spent a lot of time watching baseball yesterday, an exciting day on uh, the wild card fall frenzy. And we will welcome in a new month as October arrives. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. She's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I would be interested to know, like, what the pollen count is, <laughs> or... Uh, it's the time of year where things start to dry up, and they turn into dust, and they get in your nasal passages, and they yeah, cause you problems. Yeah, my eyes and my nose this morning has... Yeah. I'm giving you official 24-hour advance notice that tomorrow is World Smile Day. <laughs> and if the calendar says it, then you have to do it. Have you had to work on your, um, on your smize... Do you know what your smize is? No. It's the new way of smiling when you wear a mask. You have to do all your smiling with your eyes but so I'm, that when they see people. I'm so expressive yeah. that my eyes, my eyes smile. Right. But I know. But so are you having <laughs> to know that your eyes are having to carry the carry the weight of the smile these days? I guess I didn't really know that. Yeah. I think it's just an automatic thing for me. People, I'm extremely expressive. Yeah. People so. have started calling it your smize. You're smiling with your eyes. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center. Heiress to the great mini burger fortune, she's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing well. I expected you to say you were worn out from chasing a toddler around yesterday. I had so much fun. You got with her. to spend time with your niece Gemma. Oh my gosh. Tanya got to meet Gemma and she loved I'm her so, so much. Sad that, she yeah. said she went home and her her and her husband watched Gemma videos last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can She's spend the biggest... a, after you've watched all the Netflix, yeah. you can watch the Gemma channel and it and really see should be a of... channel. She's probably the most expressive child I've ever met she in my really life. Is. She's always performing, always singing. So yesterday <laughs> what we learned was she's learned the story of the big bad wolf. So she was standing when she finally Woke up and turned on. She looked around at the front door and went, oh, the wolf. And then she hunches down and she does this little scoot. And then she sings the whole, 
Little Pig, Little and Pig song. And she blows the house down. Yes. I've heard from Tanya. Yes. And I'm so sad that our baby and I had to I leave. Know. But we had a really early morning yesterday. And it was inevitable that we had to go home. So, so sorry I missed So that. it was a good day. It was, was but did you chase day. after her by committee though? Did you have, did you have help or did you get, sometimes, you know, people root in and yeah. they take, they cut into your time. Well, she, she had a lot of appointments yesterday. So she spent some time with me. I took her to the toy store. We walked the entire aisles. I would have bought the kid the big power wheel thing to ride. Like I, I was no holds bar yesterday. We'll spend all the money. Sure. And <laughs> she literally, I have video. She finally, she had a little mask on Tanya gave her. And she picks up one baby doll about this big that was $4, and she walked around rocking it like this, and we walked out with that doll. Well, she wasn't what, interested in anything that's, else. That's what you do with then we the dolls. You rock them. rice and beans. You know, we went, and she loves that. Then she had an appointment with Aunt Marcia and her cousins, and so I had to let her go pretty soon. But big we had a great day, day. Big day. Great day. Sunny morning today is going to give away to some scattered afternoon showers today. Uh, scattered afternoon and early evening showers. Clouds increase tomorrow afternoon. Temperatures try to climb into the 60s. Skies will remain partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows return to the 30s and 40s. Clouds lingering across the region may help to limit frost potential for Friday night. So no, don't worry too much about the frost. Uh, we have uh, mostly sunny, scattered showers later on today. 69 is the high. Clouds clearing and chilly tonight. 45, increasing clouds and 64 for tomorrow, highs going to be in the 60s pretty much for the next week or so. If you like fall weather, you're going to love the next week or so. I know a lot of us spent time yesterday uh, around the water cooler talking about the the debacle debate from from Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And not surprisingly, the Commission on Presidential Debate says it will soon adopt changes to its format to avoid a repeat of the disjointed first meeting between President Trump and Joe Biden. You know what I have finally decided? The reason that we are down to two these, these two people as our president is we as a society with social media have failed to hold the quorum ourselves and respect and any sense of respect for the office that who would stand up and put that target on their back? Yeah. Which, what you're left from those people who will stand up and say, I'll be your president, are people like this who get on stage and they slap fight with each other and they don't respect each other or the debate enough to hold any kind of decorum. One of the things that they're considering doing is I, I, I have the responsibility over here that if either of you get out of line or just the other day, I turned Dennis Cook's microphone off in the middle of his, he was making a phrase about doing early Christmas decorations, and I just turned him right off. I said, I don't want to hear any more of that. So (laughs) moderators in the future at presidential debates, that one of the things they're considering is a mute button, is just to turn it off, and will will that limit the amount of them talking over one another? But I decided we should go a step further. We we shouldn't quit there. I I have got just to your point about our appetite mm-hmm. for blood sport and mm-hmm. people tearing one another apart. Let's marry the presidential debates with Ellen's game of games. Oh, that's just a game of thrones. <laughs> like no, Ellen's game of games. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, notorious yeah, yeah. Yes. for like she imagine mm-hmm. Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Yes. Uh 
suspended by a wire wearing a harness, <laughs> and she asks them a question, and if she senses they're lying, they drop closer, and the first one to go into the vat of mashed potatoes and gravy or is a bucket of slime. A bucket of slime, or that's right. I mean, I, the Nickelodeon show yes. is kind of what got me going, yes. and I thought this Ellen's game of games. She, she'll that shoot. Works. She'll shoot paintballs at people. Yes. She will. Let's just put the presidential candidates in Ellen's game of games. Tie it to the questions of the answers we want to know. Problem solved. I mean, that's what I'm we want to actually see anyway. watch it then. Yes, I mean, and well said with blood sport because that's where we are. Sure, we just we just want to see people torn apart. We and and we're ruthless yeah, and just, we're heathens. Stop it. By the way, the next presidential debate is October fifteenth in Miami, but this one is a town hall format. And it will be harder to interrupt one another because rather than a moderator asking questions, it's people in the audience, you know, that are, that are there that have the questions. And then we'll get some good memes on October the 16th out of the people mm-hmm. that remember the memes of the guy wearing the big red sweater. And, he, yeah, you know, he's him, yeah. right. You got yeah. all of those. Yeah, so we'll yeah, get yeah, some yeah. good memes. Yeah. But I will tell you that if President Trump, uh, if he takes the same tactics into the town hall format that he used the other night, it will not go well for him. That will, it will not be times. received well. Uh, 25 times he had to be called down. I also would like to know is that remember the crowd until the very end the other night was silent. No one said anything. Well, at the beginning they said they couldn't. That's right. They had yeah. agreed not to. But the candidates had agreed to a set of rules, which they didn't do either. So I guess all bets were off. But remember, go back to the Matt Bevan-Andy Bashir debate when it was at UK at the Singletary Center, and there was always cloud cheering yeah. and loud. Imagine how raucous that would have been the other night if the traditional applause or cheering had been allowed in that format. Well, one, you for the majority of the debate, you couldn't hear what the other opponent was saying because they were talking over each other. Right. Had you added in that applause, it would have been nothing but a bad mixtape. Sure. Like just sure. three songs playing at the same time. Brianna Taylor's grand jury recordings will be released tomorrow. Attorney General Daniel Cameron asked the judge for some extra time to redact witnesses, uh, street addresses, phone numbers. So there's some important information out there that they're not just going to turn all of that information loose or you'll find witnesses and grand jurors, which will have news crews camped out in their front in their front yards. Or worse. Uh, or worse, that's right. So um, th- we'll find out more about that tomorrow. I have noticed that they, uh, like I heard this morning, that TARC, you know, the bus system in Louisville was adding some routes back. And it sounds like the that downtown Louisville is trying to make a return more similar to where we were two weeks ago. Some of maybe the boards coming down, people returning to work. So I'm wondering if they're reading that as when the grand jury transcripts get out there tomorrow and people start digesting them, that we won't dial back up to where we were, you know, a week ago uh, after the release of the of the decisions by the grand jury, I don't know. And, Misty, you asked a question the other day about why grand juries are held in secret, and so I haven't had a lot of free time, but a couple of times I thought I need to go back and read various articles, Uh, and and my study is I'm continuing to do that because I said I would like to talk to a legal scholar on why Mm -hmm. it serves its purpose. But one of the overarching themes that I have been hearing uh, about the secrecy of grand juries is to protect the jurors, 
themselves because yeah. if you if a person knows that someone mm-hmm. that voted to indict you on charges that mm-hmm. led to etc and so that's one of the overwhelming reasons to keep them secret well i said the other day if uh, remove the names of the jurors themselves but the information should be transparent when it's a case that is following a taxed paid employee mm-hmm. yeah you've got and you've got in this case, you have one grand juror who is yet to be identified, mm-hmm. who has asked for permission to speak publicly, and that's the origins of what leading to the transcript being released uh, tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. A second straight day of over 1,000 COVID cases in Kentucky, but the positivity rate has dropped for the seventh straight day. 1,004 new cases yesterday. That was on the heels of 1,018 the day before. Uh, still a lot of a lot of cases, sixty eight thousand eight hundred forty in total. The positivity rate though fell to four point zero seven from four point two four. So that means even though we're seeing a thousand cases the last two days, our positivity rate over a seven day rolling average is low. Just means we're doing a lot of testing right now. The positivity rate for September. So just look at it, September 1, the 30-day period was 3.51%. 541 patients currently hospitalized, 126 currently in ICU. And we will go over, probably today, if not today, tomorrow, we'll go over the 1.5 million test mark. Remember, it was just a few weeks ago we went over a million. Right. And so we've gotten, we've done a half million tests in a pretty short period of time. You spent the hour, last hour, on Shop Local Litchfield with Josh Embry. Mm -hmm from the Grayson County Health Department. Anything significant that needs to be restated before we... He gave us new data that hadn't been released until live on air this morning. We've had seven new cases since our Tuesday numbers. We're at 425 positives in the county since the pandemic. Since the begin? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so we've had... Uh, we have five hospitalized right now, two in CCU. So we do have... Six, we've had 13 cases this week, positive. Governor Bashir said schools should consider canceling fall break. That's code for the Bashir kids aren't going on fall break. Right, we can deduce that. He even goes on to say that yesterday in his briefing. He says schools should consider canceling their fall break since most students didn't return to in-person instruction until this week. And he also extended his ban on price gouging. He uh, said one of the recommendations, I don't know how this works, he said one of the recommendations to push back to September the 28th was to get people to stop going to the beach. But it seems like to me if you pushed your school return date to September the 28th, that would have given... Plenty of people all of September to go to the beach if they wanted to. So I didn't really follow that logic. I understand that he's trying to discourage people from traveling to hot spots. It has puzzled me a little bit that we we started in-person school today. And I don't mean just we as Grayson County, but a lot of systems went back on Monday. And now they have fall break scheduled for this week or next week. I know the learning has been going on. I, I, you know, you've been doing the AB schedule or you've been doing the NTI. It's not as if there's not been learning. Um, but I am curious about the logic in continuing on the on the calendar the way that we have. Um, so I, I, don't, don't, I don't think Edmondson County is doing a fall break. Uh, I think I remember back when they set their schedules, they started later. And so they eliminated fall break. I think I think that's right. But I will know. In, I know in Grayson County's case, and in I'm certainly not going to speak for the superintendent, but I know that uh, when they did their survey 
to people a couple of years ago. This was pre-pandemic. The data revealed how coveted fall break was. Um, in fact, the schedule was like we would give up a lot of things, but we don't want to give up fall break. So there's an underlying tone to that. I get that, but it just—I guess it just seems odd. You go to school two times on your AB schedule, and then I think fall break. The silver lining here for us is to be able from the data collection and see how this is going to work. Kids were in school for four days. Next week, let's see how many kids are sick. Like, what did we, what kind of exposure did we have? Is this going to be safe? So we can look at it and go, okay, we can take fall break next week and see. Do we have a rise in cases? Because we'll be past that 10-day exposure period where they'll be having symptoms. Right. But And to be clear, there are students in the building four days this week. Right. But each student was student. only in the building twice. Twice. But Monday right, so or we Wednesday had, or we Tuesday. four days of kids Thursday. in school. Right. Uh, being exposed. So we can look at it that it, it could be a hypothesis to say, hey, are we mm-hmm. are we doing this safely enough that uh, we're not going to have a lot of results? And, and by the way, just, uh, just so as not to be deemed as hypocritical, mm-hmm. uh, fully supportive of fall break. Okay. Oops. Yeah. Right. I'm a lover I'm, of any I'm, break. I'm holding my hand up. Fully, fully Snack supportive. Breaks. Big fan. Of, of, of I even like a good smoke break. I got candy <laughs> cigarettes left. Right? <laughs> uh, this was sad news to learn of uh, yesterday. Muhlenberg good. County's sheriff has passed away unexpectedly. So that happened on Tuesday morning. Uh, the agency posted is with great sadness and disbelief that the Muhlenberg County Sheriff's Office informs you of the death of our leader and friend, Sheriff Ricky Allen. He was our only sheriff. Uh, he was only our sheriff for a short time, but he had cared about and served the people of Muhlenberg County for most all of his adult life. Uh, it's, it's, I think, uh, conflicting reports on whether he's 52 or 53, but early Very 50s, young. a young man, served as sheriff beginning in January of 2019 after previously serving as state trooper and Muhlenberg County School Resource Officer. In total, he spent 27 years in law enforcement, and so uh, very, very sorry to hear yeah, of uh, of his passing. Um, much too young. I don't know any of the details, and and it's uh, none of my business. Uh, Kentucky will receive nearly $2 million as part of a multi-million dollar multi-state settlement with Anthem for a data security breach that compromised the personal information of 78 million Americans. That's according to uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron. He announced yesterday Anthem agreed to pay nearly $40 million to 43 states and the District of Columbia with Kentucky share being almost $2 million. Anthem has also agreed to a series of data and security and adequate governance provisions designed to strengthen its practices going forward. So expect your premiums to go up because they had to pay $40 more mm-hmm. million. Dollars. That's how it works. Sadly. Uh, UK's Joey Gatewood granted uh, permission and cleared to play immediately at the University of Kentucky. So Mark Stoops has one more option at quarterback this season. The old, I don't know if there was a gentleman's agreement or not in week one with Auburn. He's a transfer from Auburn, but he has been cleared by the NCAA and by the SEC. And it was a, a five hours of, uh, nearly five hours. It was a great baseball game yesterday between the Reds. And the Braves until the bottom of the 13th. Mm. And it, um, yeah, the Reds had plenty of chances to win yesterday. But if you don't capitalize on those, you don't deserve to win. So they'll be looking to extend the series in Atlanta today. 
and uh, Castillo will be pitching for the Reds. Anderson will be pitching for the Braves. And uh, the Yankees swept the Cleveland team last night under uh, gale force wind conditions and rain. The Yankees sweep the tribe and now will be headed to Tampa to play the Rays. So go Reds today. Hopefully they can win today, extend the series into tomorrow. So big day of baseball yesterday. It was good. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. today. Joke's on us, though. October means eight. Eighth month. It's not the eighth month. This is the tenth month. Calendar used to start in March, though, which made October the eighth month. So we didn't change the name. But it's also known as uh, Germanicus, Herculeus, 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 and Faustinus. So happy first day of Faustinus to you. It's uh, also Homemade Cookies Day today. Nom, 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 nom. Big fan. C Ooh, is for cookie. It's good enough for me. <laughs> cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. And it is also Less Than Perfect Day. Yeah. I am the best at Less Than Perfect. It is my day. I am. Yeah. I am, I am better than anyone else at Less Than Perfect. Yeah. We agree. And we did. give you this award. Hold on, I'll get you a trophy. It's a coveted award. Funniest tweets of the week. It's a major award. Marlowine says, my home decor can best be described as kids live here. Mm-hmm. And it's not just limited to my house. It was my vehicle, too. Oh, yeah. It's most everywhere. <laughs> yeah. When most your kids are little. Most everywhere you go. French fries everywhere. Not another Pinterest mom says, I just want to be naked and eat chocolate. Inspirational words from my two-year-old in these difficult times. Oh, <laughs> a two, I love it. A two-year-old says, I just want to be naked and eat chocolate. Uh, let's see. The dad said, I told my son we couldn't afford something. And he asked why I didn't have more money. And I wanted to say, you, dude. You, yeah, you are you. the reason I don't have more money. That's so true. <laughs> Mommy Al said, my daughter says she's not mad at me, but she did just hug her dad and tell him, I love you more than anyone, without breaking eye contact with me. <laughs> Creepy little kid. <laughs> that is weird. De- a demonic kid. Yes. I love you more than anyone. Oh, watch out for this kid, right? And then a a few (laughs) tweets from various spouses. Sarah Cooper says, I have marriage counseling in 10 minutes. Quick, give me a generic list of things I can blame my husband for. You Uh, need a list? (laughs) Ursula says, I had no idea that so much of my married life would be spent rearranging the dishwasher. Preach. <laughs> this is why I just hand wash the dishes. And Chad, Chad Reed says, every time my wife calls me creepy, I remind her that she has a baggie of our children's baby teeth in her <laughs> bedside drawer. 
<laughs> yeah, so baby, baby teeth are Do a little you... creepy looking. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Teeth in general. Listen, are not my remember the story stand, where the one kid I didn't have them. The one kid pulled their tooth and it went down the drain. <laughs> and teeth were money at our house. That's oh, yeah. source of so income for them. So I said, "Oh, I think I have a thing I can get it out with." And I went and got a tooth out of the baggie, <laughs> and. Picked up a coat hanger or something, and they pretended like I fished the tooth out successfully, and the crying kid. Right. I don't think that's my tooth. You got the wrong one. My go. My go-to move. I bet I could guess the kid. Uh, my go-to move. <laughs> got the wrong one. Like there were multiple teeth down there. Would have been to start to teach that the tooth fairy accepts vouchers. <laughs> Here's a sworn affidavit that you lost a tooth. Yeah. Mommy signed it. It, yeah. can be, yeah. it. it can be notarized. We notarized it. And yep. then you put it under yep. your pillow. Wax still family crest is on it. It counts yeah. the same. No, no, <laughs> the, like, how do you know that's not your tooth? And there's not lots of teeth in the sink. I didn't get the wrong yeah. one out. Yeah, there's, there's I not I am a, guessing the right kid, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. A new survey says most Americans say they've become more frugal during the pandemic. Misty, have you found yourself being a lot more popular the last uh, six months? People yeah, seeking advice mm-hmm. on how to be more frugal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do get a lot of messages like, "Hey, have you ever used this app? Have you ever done this? Where do you buy that?" Um, but I tell you, I've become more of a minimalist during the pandemic. More than three in four Americans said they are more careful spenders and savers mm-hmm. than they were one year ago. Eighty-eight percent said the global coronavirus pandemic has made them watch their spending habits more carefully, and ninety percent would now consider themselves value shoppers. I just don't go anywhere. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that automatically reduces. It absolutely does. the The impulse purchases, right? Mm-hmm. When you stay out of the store, now a lot of the websites and the apps, and no matter who you buy from or you do your grocery pickup from. You know, they, they're getting much better at, did you forget something? Right. <laughs> did you forget did you something while you're checking day? out? And so, Other people who bought this item bought this too. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> yeah, it helps. That's but, a good one. But just Dang, the very general. <laughs> when you're not standing there in front of it looking at it going, I, need I didn't that know this magazine. existed. Right. Yeah, it's or less likely to end like up in the board in the checkout line, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, uh, the, it, this same study, though, did point out the top five essential items that Americans are still buying during these uncertain financial times. Forty-three percent replacement appliances, if you can find them. Yes. Forty-three percent are buying replacement tires. Forty-two percent are still buying home repairs. Thirty-one percent buying a new computer. And apparently mattresses are popular. Twenty eight percent. Well, they've been used twice as much this year. If you're gonna spend the rest if you're gonna spend your entire life in bed, you might want to upgrade your mattress. Uh, and the three most most important attributes for customers purchasing tires in particular were fair price at fifty three percent, safety at fifty one percent, and relevant features at thirty one percent. So that that totals more than one hundred, by the way. So. Mm-hmm. Must have been a tire company that did the study. <laughs> Inflate the numbers. A couple's upside down. We do we like pineapple upside down cake? Yes, we do. We we do. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever had it because its very nature sounds it sounds rebellious. Oh, you would like it. I would. Yeah. I don't do really like, like pineapple on cake, but no, I think you would like it. No, it's pizza. You don't like it on cake. Is good. 
Well, that's true. Do I you don't like, like orange juice cake? I can't believe that you've not had one. I don't think I've had pineapple upside down cake. I, you know, I'm you more of the... You take the pineapple off. Yeah. It's about the brown sugar Well, but it also, when it sounds upside down, I've always thought, well, that looks ugly. That looks like an upside down cake. I don't want to eat that. I want a cake that looks right side up. But they don't look ugly. They don't? No. no. They're okay. pretty. Well, what makes them upside down? What's the... You put the pineapple in the bottom, then you pour the cake mix, then you turn it upside down after it's baked, and the pineapple is baked into uh-huh. the top and of the cake. And it actually looks pretty. Yeah. All right. And all right. you put Got a cherry it. in the middle of each pineapple. Yep. Okay, then. Well, let's see if you all can follow this trend. Okay. A couple's upside down wedding cake has gone viral. Would this you is like, like to have... upside down Christmas tree thing. Would you like to have an upside down wedding cake? I think it looks kind of neat. No, I think it looks dumb. I mean, it's different. I mean, it, that absolutely, it's different. It's you know what it is. It's upside down. I mean, this is like. Remember the, they did this with the Christmas tree. They turned the Christmas tree upside down a couple yeah, years ago. I, I got it. Well, mm-hmm. but my thing is, do you remember how hard it was for me to bring home the topper? Like not the topper, but the the top, top layer. Tier. Yeah, oh, top I tier. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how you would make that work when up- your top tier is the whole bottom cake. Listen, that was the like most smashed thing you've ever seen. So, but you had to save it for your one year anniversary. Yeah, it doesn't travel well in an no. overhead bin on an airliner. Uh, but isn't it true though that this is just for show? Yeah. Like we just had a photo of them cutting the cake. Well, it's like this, but that's for the photo op. They're going to disassemble this yeah. into sure layers. Right. The caterer yes. is going to disassemble this and then serve it. Bef- and then serve mm-hmm. it. So this is just for optics. Yes. Correct. But I so. don't. I don't. I'm not wowed by. But that. I saw this and I wondered. No, so not. how's Taylor going to feel about this? Right? Is this is this something that Taylor's going to go? No, I would never do that. She or won't. is it something that she's going to go? It's enough different that I would entertain it. I don't think she'll do it. Nor I do don't I. Think so. Okay. No. I would. Yeah. I would. I may have five dollars in my purse. I'd bet you. I don't. I'm not, go with I, no. I, but it, again, it just planted a seed because apparently I have to have more wedding thoughts over the next year. Mm-hmm. I have to pay more attention to wedding things. So this is your attempt at a wedding thought. Noted. Duly yeah. Noted. I, I saw. Hey, look! It's an upside down wedding cake. And I'm supposed to have more look, wedding thoughts. I, look at so me being inter- look at me being box. educated on wedding things. Just text her and say I had a wedding thought today. I believe you, One. me. I'm going to do it. Let me say, oh, your old dad, he's just researching. <laughs> he is just going to town, learning all he really can about needs, weddings. Burning it she up. really needs his help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can't do it without me. Uh, Apple is rolling out gender, a gender-neutral Santa Claus in addition to their other dispatch of new emojis in their iOS 14. What's that look like? Do we really have to do this? What's the, I mean, what does a general neutral Santa Claus look like? It's not uh, like we see like his Pat parts on Saturday Night Live. Pat. Did you just say like we his don't parts. see his bits and parts? <laughs> and so, right, like Santa Claus. I do love Pat and Chris. Santa Claus is Santa Claus is. Oh, well, you don't. A, Santa Claus is a man. Yes. And he is. He has a beard. <laughs> I, I don't really. <laughs> oh. That's it. That's it. Yes. That this looks is... like an elf. I don't Santa, even know. Santa Claus is the masculine form. Mrs. Claus is the feminine form. Use whichever one suits your purposes. Right. 
They're not even. <clears throat> they're not even supposed to be a bitmoji. There you go. That's right. Stop making things emojis that shouldn't be emojis. You take the magic out of Santa Claus. Apple. Do we? I just. What? Like, I, I, I got. I, I understand there's the room one. under the big top for everyone. Like, I, I got it. Jesus loves the little children, all the little children of the world. Do we have to neutralize Santa Claus? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Hmm. This story delighted me today. So remember back in the Caneyville days, Caneyville Elementary mm. School, remember when we had mm-hmm. jump rope for heart? <gasps> I was so good at jump roping. Yeah. Did they we have that, that at Kai Rock? Mm-hmm. They had jump rope yep. for heart at Kai Rock. Yeah. And then there were, uh, you'd have walkathons. Yep. And you'd have, right? So yeah, but you, Jump Rope for Heart was the best. Sure. You'd raise money. Yeah, you got your group. Okay. So there's you a, your tricks. There's a cyclist. Yep. Who is from, um, who started cycling in Washington to raise money for Yemen Relief Fund. Okay. He's an avid cyclist, and he uh, had most of his organized rides canceled this year. So he decided to do his own ride. And he started in Washington, and he rode about 70 miles a day to get to a journey of 2,500 miles to get to Ohio. Okay? He rode from Poo Poo Point in Washington to Pee Pee Creek in Ohio. So I, I had a hard enough time getting past Yemen yeah. because of the Friends because of reference. Friends, right. But really, Poo Poo... Is that a real? Those are real places. These are real places. I he love rode that. He from, knows that from, and he tracked it out and from, did it. From Poo Poo Point in Washington to Pee Pee Creek in Ohio, but he's not finished. Oh, no. He's going to turn it into a 5,000-mile journey and end up at Pee Pee Island in Newfoundland. Okay. <laughs> All right. I hope wow. he stops off at Doo Doo Lake on his way. <laughs> I mean, this story just appealed to 11-year-old me in a way that most stories don't. Yeah. I mean, poo-poo Washington to pee-pee creek. I if you put that in that math question, that the train is leaving poo-poo track and ending it. More kids would yes. work that problem. Our yes. math scores would skyrocket. Yes, that's your we got to get to it. I break. agree. There's plenty more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know a study found that politicians tend to express lies and inaccuracies through longer sentences? If I throw more words at it, it might sound more believable. I mean, that's where we get with stop speaking like a politician, (laughs) right? I think it's just to confuse. Like, the more words that you use, you confuse people and they don't really know what they heard yeah you lead them down another trail and then they forget what they initially asked Mm you talking about the hyperbole yesterday of Mm -hmm. our president you know the it's unlike anyone has ever seen it's the greatest unlike anyone ever imagined Mm -hmm. like everything has to be uh, overstated you know it's and it's the best by the way Mm -hmm. it's the best the best compared to what I mean, right, right. Oh, although he does tend to speak in shorter phrases. 
but he just he tries to touch all the bases. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, so look at me dancing <laughs> around the bases. You can't catch me. <laughs> the average American watched at least twenty movies this summer. That's the study off. of two thousand Americans examined the part. <laughs> Uh, streamers have played this summer amid the coronavirus pandemic. Over half of respondents said they stream more than they would in a normal summer due to stay-at-home restrictions with COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, 20, I mean, though? We've I gone one a day. We've gone back and watched things that we've seen how many times before, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> I have not resorted to busting out the DVDs. Yeah, no? No. But, but I, I will happen. say, it could happen. <laughs> well, that's about the only place you can find Oh Brother. And I do want to see Oh Brother again, but I'd yeah. have to go get the DVD out to do it. Well, let me know. I'll bring popcorn. <sighs> the DVD well, night. <laughs> if I get in a tight spot, I'll get the DVDs out. Um, but I, I, the way we have to do data at our house, it's like the way that we had to uh, have water hauled from the mill to the house when I grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to come to town. And fill up on the data content and then go back home because CompuServe. The cistern? Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Yes, we had a yeah. cistern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, because we were south of the parkway, so where I grew up, county water came from the south mm-hmm. rather than com- even though Caneyville was, well, the intersection at Caneyville was 2.232 miles away, the city water came, city water came from the other way. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think I ever grew up or had grandparents that had a cistern. I don't think so. My my grandmother drew her water from a well. Yeah. yeah. And we had an outhouse yeah. till I was eight years old. Yeah, we so had a cistern. And then, because uh, one time uh, my I wanted to recreate uh, the biblical story of throwing Joseph in the cistern. Yeah. But neither of my sisters would give into that. So yeah, I, I, didn't ever, I didn't ever throw one of my siblings in a cistern. Yeah. Were you Reuben? But we had one. Mm-hmm. Reuben James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie theaters are reducing their hours as Hollywood pulls back on releasing fall blockbusters like Wonder Woman 1984 and Black Widow amid the pandemic. The biggest movie theater chains, including AMC, Regal, and Cinemark, said they are beginning to limit showtimes because there are no major films being released until late November. All right. Uh, the new James Bond movie coming isn't coming out until November the 20th. There's no sense in these theaters being open or showing the same movie 10 times a day if no one's going to be there to watch it. Uh, by the way, Misty, you do know this because I shared it with you and Dennis the other day, but I've not shared it with our audience family. Uh, I got pulled aside on Sunday. Um, there was a discussion a week ago about pimento cheese. <laughs> And I made the, my hypothesis was that my parents probably didn't like pimento cheese because I don't remember it being around that much. Right. So I got, uh, I got pulled over for a timeout <laughs> after church and clarified to me mm. that my parents do like pimento cheese. In fact, my mother loves pimento cheese. And makes hers homemade. I would bet money. And so my takeaway was from, well, no wonder it wasn't around. You ate it all. 
That's you why. That's why. That's why I was not exposed to pimento <laughs> cheese because my mother was hoarding it somewhere. And now and, you know and, her weakness. Us kids were not. So when you want something, you butter her up with a pimento cheese sandwich. <laughs> that's right. That's her cr- that, food kryptonite. That's, yeah, it's funny, but your mother is so works. not turned that way. <laughs> no, she is not. And um, this kind of made this is kind of interesting. Jason Alexander, <laughs> who played George Costanza on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. was on a podcast recently, and he said. He was grateful for the Seinfeld character because before that, people equated him with the person who mistreated Julia Roberts and, in fact, tried to physically assault Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Right. And he got beaten up about that or mentioned to him all the time. He was typecast as a person who was mean to Julia Roberts. And then when Seinfeld came along, he is now, that changed everything. He's George Costanza. And I thought, that's interesting. Yeah. Never considered that. Wow. So, there you go. Serenity now. (laughs) You got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning. You're on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What is something totally random that you have a very strong opinion about? What is something totally random that you have a very strong opinion about that people, that, you know, other people would go, well, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, well, you all know mine. Tattoo placement. And I'm very serious about it. If you are going to mark your body permanently forever, find an artist who does it well and put it in a right place. Don't do a random... Like, give me half neck, half shoulder blade, and a little under the armpit, please. Like, <laughs> what? Is, what? Is, unless it's like something climbing up your body. <laughs> like, it's a, vi- a climbing vine. Right? <laughs> What's like, your tattoo? A climbing vine. No, but it starts see at my people, ankle. Yeah, <laughs> climbs. <laughs> that like all of a sudden there's like a flower here. There's a mm-hmm. bird over here, and then you'll see like a pterodactyl on their neck. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like none of that makes. I don't know what mine would be. Is there would you totally know? random? No, I don't. And here's what I decided. For me, nothing. Because if I have a strong opinion about it, it's not random. It's serious. It's serious, yeah. <laughs> I just remember just when, kidding. when I was little, sticker books were the, the craze. You bought the stickers, and then you bought the, the books, and you collected stickers, okay? Some were puffy. Some were smelly. Yes. Good, yes. good time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. That's when I look at people's bodies, and I'm like, why do you think it's a sticker book? <laughs> Can we get a light grouping? I don't know what mine would be. I'll have to think about it. On Fox tonight. Uh, Let's Be Real, a puppet-filled election-themed comedy special from Robert Smigel. Celebrity Family Feud is on ABC tonight. Joel McHale versus uh, versus Ben Feldman and Jesse Palmer versus CeeLo Green. I know what CeeLo Green's going to do when he loses and gets mad and turns the board over. Yeah. I know what he's going to shout. Um, I can't remember the song he sang. I'm trying, but yeah, it's not. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's yeah. not to say nah, it, no, right? Oh, no, I wouldn't dare say it. Oh. Did you remember? No. All baseball today as well. So even the series that got extended, all of the all of the NL series continue today. Some of the 
American League series have already been uh, wrapped up. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day in 2017, a gunman opened fire from a room at the Mandalay Bay Casino in Las Vegas into a crowd of 22,000 country music, uh, music fans below. I remember that day. It was such a tragedy. Um, in 1908, Henry Ford introduces Model T automobile market uh, automobile to the market. In God We Trust began appearing on U.S. paper currency this date in 1957. Johnny Carson debuted as host of The Tonight Show this date in 1962, beginning a nearly 30-year run. Walt Disney World opened this date in 1971. Hmm, now seriously. I am you know, just a couple of months older than Disney World in Florida. They're having a hard time. They are. Going to have to go help them out. Yeah. 1982, <laughs> Sony. <laughs> Good for you, saving Disney World. Sony began selling the first commercial compact disc player in Japan. Oh, that the one that was portable? This is the first commercial one. No, they got, got smaller and more portable after that. Birthdays today. Former President Jimmy Carter is 96. I, I want to say something quick about uh, President Carter. I have always said President Carter was one of the worst presidents in American history. Uh, there are a couple reasons for that. Uh, I was coming of age and a uh, major fan of Ronald Reagan. And in my mind, Ronald Reagan fixed the country. Uh, President Carter was dealt somewhat of a bad hand. There are some things that uh, are of his own accord, but there are some things that happened globally that were a challenge and led him to being a one-termer. We had an oil crisis and all that stuff. Uh, and, and he had to, I don't think he was a perfect president by any stretch of the imagination. But I will say that President Jimmy Carter has done more with his life post-presidency mm -hmm. than probably any other president in American history. I agree with you. Uh, to be the winner of two Nobel Peace Prizes after being president mm -hmm. is doing a lot with your life. Um, I don't know that he still is on his 96th birthday, but until not too long ago, was teaching Sunday school every morning in Plains, Georgia, and held a big audience every week from people around the country that wanted to worship and study with him and Habitat for Humanity and all those things. So I, from from a, you know, history is going to look at him as a president and say, well, okay. But as a human, excellent. I mean, just, just a tremendous, tremendous person. And, I you know, when he was not able to be present not too long ago with the other living presidents, I think it was just a sign of kind of what to expect. Uh, Julie Andrews is 85 today. Randy Quaid is 70 today. Wow. It's hard to go from... Uh, great talk about President Carter and then talk about Randy Quaid. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Give me the yeller. Yeah. Not much of a good segue. The soft, there. Soft segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, Clark, yeah. get your something real nice. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is 51 today. Snots the dog. <laughs> oh. But Zach Galifianakis, oh, my goodness. I, I had to watch Zach. Between Two Ferns today. Yeah, Just, uh, me too. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> uh, gone but not forgotten. William Boeing in 1881. <laughs> Walter Matthau in 1920. William Rehnquist in 1924. Tom Bosley in 1926. Tom Bosley was Howard Cunningham on Happy Days, gotcha. but also... Longtime spokesperson for Glad Trash Bags. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And I hope that's what's on his tombstone. Yeah, if you right? grew up in the 80s. I'm glad right? to be rested like, in peace. If you grew up yeah, in the 80s. I don't yes. know that. No, really? yeah, he was selling oh, yeah. the trash bags. No. 
He was a trash bag selling fool. George yes. Papard from the A Team, and that's born this date in nineteen twenty eight. He was on all three. He was on. He was. <laughs> he was on all three channels. Glad bought all the channels. Yes. Richard Harris was born in nineteen thirty. Chart toppers for today. I think Tom Bosley maybe stopped pitching glad trash bags by the time you were watching he a lot of television. He went on to do some kind of retirement insurance or something. They later. all do. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, you know their age when they start getting into that stuff. That's where Tom Selleck is now. It, it went Tom Bosley, Wilford Brimley, uh, one of the guys from MASH, yep. and now Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck yep. This is Dorothy Shea, number one in 1947. Shooting and a fussing and a fighting. Uh-huh. Sometimes it gets to be exciting. Ha, ha. <laughs> Don't like them ornery neighbors ornery. down by the creek. We'll be plumb out of neighbors next week. <laughs> I'm going to need that on I kind of like yeah. this one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I feel like this is the opposite of Mary Poppins. Like yeah. you feel like you're listening to Mary yeah. Poppins, and it's but like, you're not. oh wait, no, yeah. this is I'm not Mary Poppins. It's like pseudo Mary Poppins. On I don't like that one. Let's go to Billy Preston in 1974. You gotta have something if you wanna be with me. That was yeah. 74. Better have a good credit score. Let's go to... <laughs> <laughs> let's go to 1983. Bonnie Tyler, number one, with Total Eclipse of the Heart. Love it. Uh, 92, Alan Jackson, Love's Got a Hold on You. Alicia Keys, Fallen, 19 years ago today. Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are, 10 years ago today. And... Blanco Brown with the get up. Oh, we got to learn that. One ago today. On bucket list. I got to learn to do the Blanco by the Brown. next by when we get the Caneyville Fair back in yes, 2021 yes. for the talent show, maybe we'll have the get up worked out. See, if line can. dancing was still a thing, we would de- be doing the Blanco Brown Probably. all the time. I got it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you need something to believe in, start with yourself. Mm. If you need something to believe in, start with yourself. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB.